0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two exciting questions for you. Are you ready to rock? Whoa,
1: I think yeah, I am. Yeah, woo. Man, there's a lot, of, a lot of energy in here. and We're at an 11, and I need us to breathe. come on down to a 7. Uh, well, he said yes. the questions
2: were exciting this time. He doesn't always say they're exciting, right? Like, this is a, like a special occasion. <laughs>
0: uh, more importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah, 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 Yeah.
3: I'm actually bold. I don't listen to directions, so I think we got to get used
1: to seeing each other. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think that's why I'm so excited. Yeah, beautiful faces. (laughs) It's very unexpected.
0: Yes, this is our first episode recording video. So we can for some reason, it just took us this long.
1: Yeah. How long has this been a feature? It must Uh, be new. It's pretty new. Yeah, it's new.
0: Let's get into it friends uh we're getting back into uh the frozen chilly world of knee which is good because it's very hot in my room right now so you guys are on the case looking for both query and uh veil's sister they have led you to knee you managed to locate the the project Alia black site on knee but on your way there you were interrupted on your your trip to the black site by a giant dimensional spider of some sort and uh uh, in combination of it and Cody smashing the ice a lot, uh, you guys ended up falling into this weird tunnel system below knee. While you were there, you found out that there were a bunch of people from an organization known as Disek who had been transported there somehow. Some of them were stuck in ice, others were bisected. Um, you also found these horrible creatures all mishmashed of body parts. And then finally, uh, someone told you that it couldn't be possible that you were on knee because it was destroyed over 500 years ago. It's always a mystery. And now um, those orange eyes are stalking you through the ice. Through the ice? Yep. I smack it with my hammer. (laughs) You hit it and the ice, you know, cracks. And but you see that the eyes are moving like through them, always watching you, but is it's moving away. It doesn't seem to be, like, in the ice. It's behind the ice, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense.
2: Yeah,
3: I was trying to
0: get through the ice to get to it.
2: Let's just keep moving down this
3: hallway. Okay. Are we killing this guy on the roof? Oh, you mean his legs are dangling?
2: He's probably dead already.
0: Yeah, that guy's fucked up from the the fucking swarm thing. Yeah, Ah. he's dead. Oh, yeah. true. the bugs already got him. I guess they're not all bad. Oh, Um, my God. As you guys move into the tunnel, they finally enter into this huge room. And Cody, as you step in here, the floor that is ice melts away. The same for you, Durin. You finally understand what they're talking about. It is this ornate marble flooring. And then you see the rest of it. As all of the ice begins to melt, you see this beautiful white room. And in front of you stands an ornate gate carved out of what looks like ivory.
2: The gate to hell
0: with flowers orchids carved into it intricately maybe we did die when we fell through the ice i think this is the gate to hell you don't see anything oh you see a big room that looks like ice what do you mean just icy
1: okay so i'm durin sees this right i'm just making sure i have that correct
0: durin and cody both see this room that looks like the entrance to a palace, perhaps like it looks really nice. There are sconces on the wall that have these flickering blue flames um, again that this intricately carved door that has flowers and orchids seem to be the main focus of the door. And you hear more of those footsteps, those skittering, the pitter patter of those creatures now coming from behind you. I definitely approached the gate, 100%.
2: Why are we so cautiously walking through this room?
0: I don't understand this game. He's going towards the gate. The what now? Uh, give me another will save, please, Merrick. Uh, 18. Uh, okay, with the benefit you get when someone tries to help you disbelieve an illusion, you now see it. And now that you see it, you recognize the design of this gate. The old world. It looks like the throne. That you saw on Goa. It looks like the scepter that you hold that Shortjack gave you. It is the exact same design. Shit. What the fuck?
2: Okay, we gotta move. Let's go through the gate.
0: As you approach the gate, you see two orange eyes glaring at you from the other side, blinding you. As you hear the room behind you, or the tunnel behind you, filling with those creatures... They begin flooding into the room, scrambling over each other. There's 10, maybe 20 of them. And then the doors burst open, and you can barely see through these blinding orange lights. And then you hear... As two smoke grenades roll into the room and detonate, filling the room and the tunnel in front of you with smoke, and then a barrage of gunfire and explosions. and the screaming and chittering of those creatures being decimated. And as the smoke clears, you see Shortjack and Jenny walk in front, and behind them is a large mech, with two glowing orange lights on either side of its shoulders. What the fuck is happening, man? The opening of the mech hisses and releases a burst of steam. A small Yosoki hops out and says, "What the hell did you do to my ship?" Uh, it's a well. long story, but um Duran exploded it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, there was yeah. an emergency crash landing on a planet made of trees. That- it's, it's, <laughs> it's, see see <laughs> it's it's good to see you. It's <laughs> good to see you.
0: Quip, "It's very good to see you, friend." He nods and sort of like takes a big helmet off and puts it under his arm and says, I'm sorry that it kind of took me this long to find you, but I didn't really think it was smart considering the heat that you had on you to yep. <sighs> link up with you. And then once, once you guys cleared your name and, and our name, I guess uh, I was, I was so close to finding query that it I kind of got one-sided. It's okay. If you had come and found us, you'd probably be dead too. Like everybody else. Um, he looks at you and he says, who else is dead? I mean, shit. Um, other than Benson, I, I know about him, but what do you mean? We're sorry to tell you this, but sit here as well. He puts the helmet on the ground and sits on it and just kind of puts his head down for a second. He goes, damn it. Yeah. We just have to keep moving forward.
2: Yes. Cody's right. Um, <sighs> So, Quip, you've been here for a while, by the sounds of it?
0: Um, Yeah, about about the time that you guys uh, had your trial over on Therum is, is yeah. about the time I got here. And let me tell you guys, it's it's not good here on knee. No. Oh, we figured that out.
2: What is uh, your relationship to these monsters, Quip? We heard stories that your mech has been seen during all the monster attacks. Have you been doing more of a research, recon kind of thing?
0: Yeah, I I feel like they're the key to finding Query. Well, I mean, I know where Query is, but I can't get to her.
2: Dane, can I roll a sense motive? Yeah. On that sentence, just to make sure he's not involved. I think Merrick is skeptical. Sure. Um, that's going
0: to be a 15. Um, it, it, You have no reason to believe he's not giving, you, telling you the truth. Okay. Um, You see Cody, like, holding his hammer in a
3: not-so-friendly way. Um, Friend, have you been gooped by any chance? Have I been gooped? Silver liquid? Uh, Mind controlled? Um, Anyone Mm. speaking through you?
2: Yeah, an evil god perhaps come back to destroy the universe, something like that. Nope, Just, just
0: the voices in my head. Cody definitely is not putting the hammer down. Sorry, I mean, like, just the ones that are always in my head, that have always been in my head. You know, the ones that are always like, you know, you're not doing a good enough job. Kind of like the mom and dad that you used to have that. Oh,
1: and like an internal narrator, right? Yeah. He's always been gooped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cody, I don't think he's been gooped. I've relaxed the hammer slightly. Holy shit.
0: (laughs) I've been trying to track down these, these things because I don't know if you know this, but the things that are here... Shouldn't be here. We killed a big spider. Thurn told me it shouldn't be here.
1: You said wait. You said about you know where Query is, right? But what does that mean? Well, I'm assuming Vidalia Blackside.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And Quip uh, Quip pulls out a little data pad and he turns around and shows you and hands it to you. Um, And there is a like small flat base in the middle of nowhere but it has this rippling purple field around it. What's that? It's some sort of dimensional warping. I cannot get through it. I've tried once and it was very bad. So I don't think I could survive trying to do it again. Dimensional warping.
2: Okay. Uh, Quip, have you come to any conclusions about the nature of this planet? We were told that this is not the original knee. That something happened 500 years ago and that this could be, was probably made by a group or individuals to serve some kind of other purpose. Oh. Oh, you met
3: the the guys in the purple? What if they just got warped in from a different reality where Nii nee was
0: destroyed? That kind of dimensional warping? <laughs> Quip snaps his fingers and points at you, Cody, and says, yeah, I don't think they're from our Casa Mall. Excuse That's me? Pretty fucked up. So... Again, all the things that are here shouldn't be here. And I think that they are being pulled from other dimensions. Huh. Okay.
3: I wonder what they're looking for. That's a, that's a lot. I wonder if Mazo's trying to like get back his wife somehow from like a different dimension. Cause that's the reason for the whole Dahlia stuff.
2: Right. It's a very good point Cody because we were trying to figure out what this project is and that's the best guess I think we've gotten so far.
1: I mean it would make sense it would probably require such a huge power source that they would yeah because
2: in my brain he was trying to cheat death which uh like a resurrection or a rebuild but to pull an, like a, an exact copy and that would be the same that he knew. Yeah, maybe most we don't makes, uh,
3: we don't know how she died so maybe He's worried that whatever happened to her will still happen, and that's why they're making the life support system.
1: Yeah, like, that's that's what's weird, because now we have a dimensional thing, and the life support system mentioned earlier, I don't... Where's that connection? You're techie. And I, like, look
3: over a quip. Yeah? Want to have a look at some cool schematics we found? Sure. I toss them over. This is heavily involved in whatever they're doing at this site. I, like, explain the Iberium and... I guess, trying to explain the silver liquid. <laughs> oh yeah. It's one of those, those really cool conversations where we're like, and we met
2: a Valai and then we met an <laughs> evil Valai. And it's just, like, <laughs> we do a lot yeah. of info dumping when we meet characters. It's yeah, uh, <laughs> one of my former, former lovers destroyed a planet or helped yeah. destroy oh, a planet or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Or Satir destroyed a planet and he was on the planet fighting a fire witch.
0: Yeah, Quip is Who's... completely unbothered by all this. It's just like, uh, uh, uh. Quip is. Jenny <laughs> and Jack oh, yeah, are that... also like adding in their their sides of things. Talking about like the fight of Voltaire. You guys stopping the apocalypse on Goa. This has been like, oh, it's been a long week, I think. I don't even think it's been a month yet. It's been pretty
1: nonstop. Yeah. We've done it so often to them that I'm sure at this point either they're so
3: used to it that they are just very casual or it's probably quite quite nice for them to be on this side of it for once.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, like Jack gives pretty much the whole rundown of Goa. Uh Jenny's giving the whole rundown of surf. And once you finish catching quip up, uh he's looking at the schematics and he says, if you know that I mean there's not a whole lot. This is just, just kind of a patent and not really a uh a business plan so it, it seems you know what it's for it's a uh life support system and a material or a metal that seems to be infused with nanites that can shape shift. that's that's pretty much what we know and they're not necessarily like the the life support isn't necessarily like linked they're just mm-hmm. two patents for those proprietary tech
1: so this is more just a proof of concept it's not actually because i don't in our world you don't really need the um You don't need the ability to do it in order to make the
0: patent. You just need the idea. Is that
1: kind of what this is?
0: Yes. Okay. So, like, what I'm saying is you more or less have learned everything you're going to learn from the patents uh, because they don't have any sort of, like, contextual information on them. It's just sort of like, this is what we made. Hmm. And you guys have had some of, like, the system's smartest people look at this stuff. Fair enough. Okay. What if it's more simple? Well, if the life support is just for
3: Mazo, who we know wants to live... If not forever, then quite long. And maybe
1: the shape-shifting weird metal thing is for wire, and he can be even more fucked up than before. Do we know that he really wants to live forever? Is that actually, like... I believe he... Are we just assuming this? I believe we know that he goes in weird, like, hibernation
0: periods to extend his life. Yeah. So, you know that Mezo does a... Yeah, I do it's
1: know It's kind of like...
0: Yeah. It's like intermittent fasting, but for cryogenic sleep. Mm-hmm. So... He'll, like, go in, and technically he should be in one of his hibernation, like, right now, because um, there is a, a woman named Susan Roke who is currently running Contra. And generally, once someone takes over Contra, it means that he's in hibernation, um, but his ship was spotted on me. Cody, like, glitches
3: for a second, and then, like, almost, like, jolts back up. So we know he wants to stay alive for as long as possible. Could be that.
2: I, I look at Durin for a split second and just make yeah. eye contact. Could it be a life support system for Alpha?
1: It's very much like we need to do something about this kind of
2: look, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, right now I'm just thinking uh, of the plot of the Spider Man game for the PlayStation. You know how.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Yeah, how Norman right, Osborn, cool. the Harry Osborne in that world is being preserved because he's like dying slowly, but he needs to be kept alive for some. Anyway, that's where my brain is, is that uh, <laughs> Mazo is uh, Norman Osborne. So he's a green goblin.
1: So that's what we're getting to. You know what?
0: Hey, I'm, that's that's canon for me. I'm cool with that. Um, Quip <laughs> stands up and just says, I'm I mean, I I'm glad I was able to find you guys because I'm going to need your help figuring out a way to pierce that barrier and I don't really know how. Well, um, do you have a
2: base of operations besides a scary tunnel in the, that we can get to? Which I'm assuming
0: you didn't create, right? No, they, these things? No. And Shortjack walks over with a, like a pad and he goes, I mean, like, technically, these tunnels don't even exist on me. Of all the scans on this planet, these things never appear and shows you sort of a... Sonar scan of knee, and there is no trace of these tunnels here. Are we in a different dimension? (laughs) Is knee even real? Are
2: you our quip?
0: No. Are you our? That's that's a a great. Holy shit! That's actually a really great question. Jenny. (laughs) They look at each other and they.
2: Yeah, I I think I am.
3: I mean, I I grab Short Jack's ear and I measure it. (laughs) They seem to be the same. You measured it
2: before. I did. Uh, (laughs) Quip. If I may just ask you a, just a follow up question, uh, just to make sure I think you're our quip, but just to be 100%
0: sure, what was the rule on our old ship? He rolls up his sleeve and pushes some fur back and you see a tattoo that says, don't be a hero. All right. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. Wait, when'd you get the tattoo? Oh, this thing. I had to get it for a bet against Query one day. I I made some bad decisions and this was her punishment. All right. So, should we head back to our ship? Is our ship
2: nearby? If oh. these
3: tunnels don't exist, I really don't want to be down here one day. You know, stop existing
2: even more? Well, I'm worried. If we have two planets of different dimensions overlapping right now, what happens oh, if one fully comes over? Yeah. Yeah,
3: no, uh, that's
1: a scary thought. So, Oh, no. Are we going to destroy another planet?
0: I think more so the planet's going to destroy us. Um, you see... Quip and Shortjack both have a moment of, like, realization, and they say, I mean, that that could be it. Yeah, I mean, like, if these tunnels don't exist, then perhaps they run right underneath the dimensional field of the base.
1: Hey, it's worth a shot. I mean, it makes sense why people are getting stuck in walls and things like that. But I have a feeling once we turn off this dimensional warping, like the field, these tunnels are going to go away or something similar equally yeah. bad is going to happen.
2: Well, I guess we take these tunnels towards the base, hopefully they go underneath it, and then we'll come up with a plan. We may as well move now while these tunnels exist. Yeah. It's for Query, so the risk is worth it. What What the hell's going on with this weird palace door thing?
0: Cause
3: oh, like, yeah. That, that's different to all the rest of the tunnels, and it kind of looks like that throne from
2: Kaya, right? Oh, sure, Jack. Can you go touch that stuff for me, please? <laughs> if it's safe? <laughs>
0: Uh, sure sorry, looks at you, uh, and it's like, I know I don't usually go on the adventures, but is that just kind of like how we do things? Just go and touch stuff.
1: I yeah. touch stuff all the time. It's Pretty much. Cody's oh, touch yeah. stuff. Merrick's touch. It's your turn, more or less. Uh,
2: I want to roll perception for traps, <laughs> real quick. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> when you're in the thick of it, you really just gotta feel your way through. I'll wiggle my fingers.
0: Um, that's gonna be an 18 perception, day. <laughs> Seems all right.
1: Yeah
0: sure it's fine short Jack slowly walks over and like begins taking his uh his big work glove off and he lays his hand on the the door and the spaces in between the negative spaces of the relief fill with a light and the doors begin to close are we in oh we're inside we in- right we're inside that right yeah we're there or uh you guys are still in sort of like that lobby Ah. Uh... I'll let this happen. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, and they, they seal shut again, and you hear sort of like a, almost like a magical power down as the gates stop glowing. Uh, and then Shortjack looks at him again and just touches it, and once again, they fill up with light and they begin opening.
2: Oh. Hmm.
3: Is Short Jack some kind of interdimensional gatekeeper? Or
2: royalty? Or... Hmm. Well, all I can say is... Uh, Short Jack, my assumption, my deduction, is that whatever species Shortjack is was the the ones that ruled here, however hundreds
0: of thousands of years ago, whatever the timeline is. Yeah, this isn't our first throne, so no. Uh Short Jack is very excited as you're saying this. Like his eyes are like big and wide.
1: Right, yeah, different dimension. Could fit. Yeah, Shortjack could be from a different
2: dimension, is my new thought. Wow, Shortjack, you just got even more cool.
0: I mean, thanks, but, like,
2: how the hell did you get here? How'd you get to Goa again? What's the... Um, ship I was crashed, on a,
1: right? Yeah, I was on a ship and it crashed. What's your very first memory?
0: Um, I was in the Fringe, and uh, some of the, the Verdant guard found me when they were out there, and they, they brought me back to Kaya. Well, maybe we'll find out more as we so go. So many
1: questions. Oh, fuck, I... F- We'll
2: never get a goddamn answer.
1: This camp, this this entire story and campaign has just always felt like I've been missing one, like a piece every step of the way, and it's so fucking frustrating.
2: <laughs> well, that's that's the entertainment of it. It's the three of us looking like doofuses, and a bunch of people listening to the podcast probably understanding what Dane's going for, and us being like, uh oh. <laughs> hey,
3: If there's one thing we're good at, it's being doofuses. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, absolutely. I like clap Short Jack on the back. I'm like, well, as we go, just keep those touching hands ready. Uh, he <laughs> wiggles his fingers.
0: <laughs> I wiggle them back. Them touching hands. If you, I know I don't usually uh, come with you guys, but I think I'd like to this time, if possible. I mean, Catherine's watching the ship. Short check. Yeah. Do you remember the elephant
3: back in Kaya? Yeah. Do you remember crashing a goddamn truck into it?
0: Uh-huh. You're welcome. Yeah, come. Um, Quip looks over to short jack as he walks by and like you guys begin moving into the thing and he says you crashed a truck into an elephant and uh short jack starts talking about the (laughs) the the final fight of kaya
1: oh i have i have questions for quip too holy shit quip what happened on the cube like we got separated what happened on your end
0: we all kind of like went our own separate ways uh the three of us Got in a car and we're trying to get to the ship because that was the plan. Uh, we end up getting cornered on the streets. Uh, the Blades arrested us at that point in time. Ministry of Defense took over. We got added onto a transport ship, and on the way there, we were attacked, and that's where things kind of fell apart. Uh, Query was grabbed by those Contra goons. Um, Satir was able to make enough of a distraction for me to steal an escape shuttle and, and get out.
1: Why grab Query? That's such a weird thing to do.
0: Well, because they clearly need, for
2: this project, like uh, Vale's sister. They clearly need people who uh, have certain powers to try to do this dimensional shift, or whatever they're trying to attempt. So, Query, being as powerful as they are with their mind, could be another target. Vale's still with us,
0: right?
1: Yeah, was Amara similar? No. Oh,
0: wait, what happened to Vale? Vale, slid into the distance. Oh, yeah. Bale slid off and got launched at some point in time, and you have not found Vale yet.
2: Shit. Okay. okay. We should start moving with more urgency then.
0: Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, do you have any more questions for Quip, though? Before we... Because I will assume that you guys are moving mm-hmm. as you yeah. guys are talking. That makes me feel like there's a question we're missing to answer Quip that <laughs> Dane thinks we should ask. No, I just don't want to be like, oh, no, I forgot to ask something.
1: Mm-hmm. Before you kill Quip? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Last We're chance
1: <laughs> Last chance to say goodbye. Hey, I know we didn't have a chance to sit with it, but I'm sorry about what happened to Satir.
0: Yeah, thanks. He was you know, he was he was one of my best friends. I, I worked with him for a long time, so it sucks. But I'm glad that you found him and he didn't uh, he didn't go alone. You see Cody falls behind for a second, and then like jerks back up
1: and keeps going. Out of game. I feel like the Cody thing is so delicate that I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's like dealing with human emotions, Terry. It's a
1: challenge. I know it's so like. How do you convince someone who can turn off emotions to turn them back on? Let's just find
2: uh, yeah, query right. and then we'll deal with. We'll do one big therapy session.
1: We'll do a group therapy. Session. We'll let we'll let our all our emotions out. You know, we'll get to, we'll get a little circle going. It'll be
0: great. Yeah. Um. You guys have traveled a little bit through these like winding tunnels for a bit, and eventually you enter into a much larger system of tunnels but they're kind of open and uh there are these huge like pillars of ice you're in like a big open cat or a big open cave and then there are like ramps of of this ice that sort of like spiral around the outside and in the center, there are these pillars of ice. And then in a- along the ramp that runs up, uh, you can see tunnels going off into different directions and more of these pillars of ice that are, like, built into the sides of the wall as well. And there is a huge orange crystal uh, hanging from the ceiling that seems to be giving off very, very similar light to, uh, like, sunlight.
3: Before we keep going, ha- we haven't done our Jenny ability for the day, have we? Ooh, I guess not. No. Cool, I just remembered that. Yeah, so roll me some d4s. I got me a three. So practice makes perfect. I can treat a skill check as 10.
2: Uh, I got a one.
1: Uh, You can do a plus five before you roll or a plus two after. I got a one as well. Uh, Let's get a check on that crystal thing.
0: Yeah, what kind of check you want? Mysticism i'll also accept physical science uh i'll roll mysticism uh, well just let someone else handle it uh, that's a natural one so a five for mysticism cool uh it looks like a big crystal that's giving off light huh <laughs>
1: that's a strange light bulb <laughs> merrick who has traveled the the galaxy who has numerous things in his book is like ah Glowing crystal, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, new chapter.
2: Glowing cr- cr- crystal-shaped light bulbs, huh? <laughs>
0: just kind of cool. E- efficient? Question mark. Um, thankfully, you do have Jenny with you, who looks up. <laughs> Big fuck. And she says, "Ah, I haven't seen one of those in a long time." Crystal-shaped light bulb makes yeah. sense. Did they fall out of fashion? <laughs> no, they're just not super practical. It's uh, it's what you do is you if you get a, a light or a crystal that conducts light, you can actually infuse it with a daylight spell. And if it's the right material, uh, it gives off all the same benefits of of daylight. So uh, we use them for like our trailers or uh, tour buses, anything like that, where we are sort of in space for a long time or travel for a long time and, and want to, you know, us humans require a little bit of vitamin D. And that's that's how we used to get it. Nice. So you don't get space daylight. scurvy
1: daylight gives vitamin d
0: oh no terry that's not a sci-fi fact <laughs> 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 well, i mean daylight
1: spell is what i've written uh-huh sure terry uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right what do they teach you down in florida bud oh, man we, i guess they don't teach us that because we're just fucking outside like mischief machines sp- so there's multiple tunnels right
0: this seems to be like a hub of some sort okay first time wow. Perception? Give me perception checks, please. Yes. Oh, it's so bad. I have not rolled
2: above a 10 today yet.
0: That's a well, 13.
2: 14.
1: A 24? Okay. Cool.
0: Durin, uh yeah. as you guys are making your way into this huge cave system, you notice that there is a greenish bluish mold and like plant matter that seems to be growing at the base of some of these like ice pillars and anywhere there's kind of like cracks there seems to be this mold growing
1: uh, can one of you sciencey folk take a look at this
0: uh quip Shortjack, and jenny all go over <laughs> <laughs> i just i have a sword i swing really hard it seems something so unusual in this place um, you see, Quip and Short, or Jenny are beginning to walk over there, and Shortjack like runs and hops over them and is it stops them and goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't want to go anywhere near that." Yeah, let me touch it. No, don't touch it. <laughs> nobody touch it. Nobody look at it. Nobody whose do anything it. With to it? Touch,
1: whose turn is it to touch things?
0: I swear I, to God, if you guys start touching it, I'm going to be so pissed at you. I'm just wiggling my fingers.
2: <laughs> what does it do, Shortjack? It's cerebric fungus, I think. That
0: sounds fun. That sounds... All right. I mean, it, it shouldn't be here. It it doesn't make any sense that it's here. Well, add that to the list. Yeah, I guess that's kind of par for the course right now. Um, so what it does is it just kind of like grows and then slowly takes over people's minds and then adds that to its own consciousness and kind of becomes like a super sentient plant eventually where it can tap into the minds of everyone that it's infected and use their abilities should we put on our air respirators
1: yeah probably a good idea yeah okay yeah yeah put that <laughs> put that on that's for fucking sure hmm. hold on that that sounds super similar to the ooh, to the goop also to kayatri Thank like you're bringing all the science folk, the science NPCs with us,
0: we really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Shortjack does another very good role and says, ah, it's not really like, yeah, there's some similarities here. But like, this is uh, like a symbiotic situation. I wouldn't, uh, I don't think there's a correlation between this and the goop or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for stopping the
1: touching. Okay, where does it normally grow, I guess? Like, where should this be?
0: Um, this is usually, like, a like a, a dense jungle kind of thing. It's usually, like, where plant matter thrives. It hides amongst the roots or in trees, that kind of stuff, so that uh, generally doesn't target people, but rather animals, and just becomes an apex predator of its natural environment. So, so can we make it, a, a, like,
2: so the other knee, the knee that is encroaching into this reality may not be an ice world like is it a jungle
3: it might not be neat it could be anything yeah because that spider isn't meant to be from neat wait would the
1: spider also come from a dense jungle world as well Um, you
0: guys describe the ursica and when you do uh, they kind of like look it up and they're like no it's definitely like an arctic thing but like definitely not from me Okay. Okay. We're just we're getting a whole like shuffle
1: of multi-dimensional shit just kind of happening, all centered here. I believe it's called a clusterfuck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, it's uh, all. Yes, it's I'm not
1: just... just overlapping with another knee. We're overlapping with probably everything. We should mm. probably get the fuck through here as soon
3: as possible. Or yeah. now that we're all protected, scoop some up and use it as weapons later. No, Body that feels bad our... idea.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah, that wouldn't really help us. Because it doesn't really affect the person that you gets affected. It's more of a benefit to the plant. So okay. you're really just making a copy of whoever you're trying to
1: fight. That's not good. So we need to befriend the plant that controls the cerebic fungus so we can use it in combat. I believe we just move on from the cerebic fungus. I agree. Uh, wait, so this is like a hub. Is there like, you know what? I don't use a skill too often. It's not too great. I'll use my survival to see if there's been people that comes through here. <laughs> sure. That's okay. I'm gonna beat you to death tomorrow,
0: Terry. <laughs> <laughs> nineteen. It it's hard to tell because the floor still has the appearance of the ice, but you can tell there's something off with the construction of this. This doesn't seem like it's naturally formed. Okay. And that I think is what I can give you with a nineteen. Fair.
1: So where do we go? Forward. Yeah, but we have there's multiple forwards as I pan to all the tunnels we can go through.
0: Yeah, there right. seems to be, like, a winding path along the exterior wall. And every now and then, it, like, branches off into tunnels. Well, do we have a compass? Do we have a map? So you don't have a map. For all intents and purposes, they don't exist.
3: Uh, no, I mean more like they know where it is on the surface, right? The, the oh, bubble. Uh... yes. So
2: we have a direction, right? Yeah. Let's go that way and deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah I let's... guess towards the, I guess, follow Quip, because Quip could know where the, uh, the ma- the the base is right. Yeah, yeah. You give us a direction, and we'll pick a tunnel at
3: random. Nothing can go wrong. Uh, cool. Give me a perception check. I literally rolled the exact same. Uh Twenty. 13. Twenty-nine. What did you get, Cody? Thirteen.
0: Uh, okay. Does a twenty-six hit your KAC? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The three of you, or sorry, the the two of you, Duren and Merrick. Um, You guys are walking up the ramp, or you begin walking up the ramp, and out of the ice, you see a green tendril begin wiggling its way to all three of you. You manage to catch it in time, and Cody, you don't, as it wraps itself around your leg, and uh, you feel a sharp pain. Uh, You are going to take we haven't. We didn't take a ten-minute break to do our stamina.
1: And my stamina's uh,
3: fine. Cody, yeah, you. Cody didn't even think to do it because he doesn't notice that there's a
0: chunk out of him. If you want to, the the people who want to, I will count the the conversation with Quip as again. Cody doesn't notice. So
1: <laughs> if he dies, it's on you, man. Just take the ten minute.
3: <laughs> hey, Niall wants to. Uh, you take eighteen points of piercing damage. I don't want to take eighteen points of piercing damage. You're also entangled. Okay, Cody doesn't seem to
0: notice until he tries to walk and, like, his leg, like, stops. So, Merrick and Durin, you have noticed these tendrils, so you were able to just sort of, like, step over them. They're not particularly fast, and once they notice you noticing, they, like, kind of, like, look up at you, like, their little, like, ends, and they, like, retreat back into the ice, but the one holding onto Cody persists. Oh, shit, let's get that off. I thought this was going to be a combat. <laughs> Um, a tree a tree got me is this fungus should I not touch this I slash out with my sword <laughs> uh cool yeah you don't need to roll an attack it's yeah. not moving it's not doing anything it doesn't have any real HP uh, you sever it and there's like this spray of sort of like bluish ooze that comes out of it and then it shrivels up almost like a uh, like a spider does um, but it like shrivels and, and, and curls in on itself and then turns like a hard. Uh, Like black charcoal consistency. Well, it didn't get me at least. It, It definitely did.
3: Are you injured? I don't think so. I hold up my leg and there's just like a hole through it. Does anyone
1: know what that thing was? God, Cody, you're being so reckless right now, and I know you're dealing with some shit, but you're doing something dangerous right now, and it's scaring me, and I don't like it. What's reckless about... I'm sorry I was slow. I didn't see them.
2: Cody, what is gonna happen to Alpha if you die?
3: Uh, Cody like shudders a little bit and then like kind of reboots a little. And then he's just like, so this hole, is it a bad thing? Did did the fungus get me? All
2: I'll say on this right now, Cody, is that I know grief is hard. I know that failure is difficult. And I know there's a lot that you have to do and you want to do. And for the last couple of weeks have not been good to any of us. But you have a goal. Don't forget it. There's a little boy out there that you have to save. And yes, it hurts to feel things. But those emotions, I promise you, will be the things that help you achieve your goal. You told me to be like this.
3: You said that my feelings were getting in the way. And you said that I was too emotional over things. And you said that I wasn't doing the things I needed to do. And I got us in trouble with wire, and I got Vale hurt, and I kept making mistakes, and people kept getting hurt, and then I tried to save Satir, and you told me that all these things were wrong, so I did what my captain
2: said. And now, look, we're doing great. We can move forward. I don't even feel that. Cody, I'm not perfect. Far from it. I had to kill my brother. My mother died without me knowing about it. I'm a failure, in a lot of regards. And I'm sorry that... I lashed out at you those times, but this whole experience that we're going through together, this whole just being alive is not simple. It's complex. It's dirty. And there are times where you're going to have to make hard decisions. And sometimes people will agree with you, sometimes they won't. But you have to have those feelings to make them. If I didn't have those feelings, Vale
3: wouldn't have been hurt. If I didn't have those feelings, you probably would have killed Satir. And- the planet wouldn't have died. But we move on. I did.
1: We're all gonna fuck up. Look at me. I've moved on. and nice I smile. Cody, you've... In a lot of ways, you've turned off the best part of you. Haven't you, too? They're still there, aren't they? You still push through. But you still carry them. You cut yourself off from people, too. Have I? Thimble? I still talk to Thimble.
3: Yeah, but I've seen you push her away. In ways that you don't want to do. I've seen you... For sadness away, I've seen you push through all sorts of emotions. This is the way I can do that. But I, I can't just
1: turn it off. Okay, but I can. Yeah, that's what's scary.
0: You can be scary, too. Fair enough. Um, we're going to take a moment here when Cody says you can be scary, too. Durin. Yep, all right. I knew this was coming. You're back in the sub-level of the mm-hmm. hospital that you were attacking. Yep. And... You are currently under fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from one of the the two boys. One is running and has disappeared down a corridor. The other one has now also taken cover behind a pillar and is just shooting wildly at you.
1: Past Durin was a very different Durin. Despite his conflict. Blade in one hand, gun in the other, pursuing the boy down the um uh, down the I guess the
0: tunnel. Can I see him at all or is he just gone? Um you can see the the one that's running. Um yep. he's like pretty far away uh, and the tunnel is dark so like there's patches of light and you'll every now and then you see him crest through it um, and like pass through it but then disappear into darkness and then like you'll see him further down into the next pool of light Uh, but there is there is the one who is uh, in the room with you shooting at you
1: yeah I don't care about that one the one running is the one I care about Um, trick attack the one that's running away uh okay Uh, I'm gonna use my Jenny ability nope (laughs) 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 <laughs> um let's see my stealth is a 23 sorry not 23 uh 33 yep and um, he is flat footed for the shot as I take a shot at him he's actually a CR 14 boy uh 19 versus EAC yeah you hit him he's an unarmored kid I know oh fuck of course max damage A fucking course 18 uh let's get the precision damage why don't we right yep we're having so much fun right now. Plus 15 on that. Cool. Uh, so like blade in one hand, gun in the other, rushing down towards him, shooting and then pointing my blade at the neck of the other kid.
0: Yeah. You just see that kid in the distance uh, as he enters into the next pool of light, just fall. And then you hear the body slide a little bit and come to a stop. And the other one who you've now put your sword to the throat of. Mm-hmm is looking at you, his hand is trembling, and he just says, Why are you here? We're not hurting anybody.
1: I don't think I'm going to answer, and I'm just going to do non-lethal to knock him out.
0: Okay. I won't make you roll for it. It's okay. butt of your sword, just to the temple, and he crumples to the ground.
1: Oh, that didn't feel good, but fuck me. Okay, I'm going to try to get Dirk on the line again, um, but I'm assuming nothing.
0: Yeah, radio static. <sighs>
1: All right, I'm going to check their belongings, despite how scumbaggy that feels, for any information that I could use.
0: Uh, sure, yeah, you, you pull out, um, there's a small uh, piece of paper that has been folded up, and mm-hmm. it's a letter from, it seems addressed to him, and it mm-hmm. is coordinates, and it says, We finally found somewhere safe, I don't think they know where we are, join us.
1: Okay, all right, I'm going to proceed through the mission so far, I'm going to continue down the tunnel. And continue the mission to a point. That's okay. where I am right now.
0: You make your way past the body of the boy on the ground. I don't look away. I make sure to make a, a note of it. Cool. You reach where he was obviously running to, which is
1: a stairwell. Alright, let's stealth up that stairwell. Anything any or perception, I guess, first for any like traps or booby traps or anything like that. Sure. Um twenty two.
0: On the perception. Um, you notice that there is a tripwire at the base of the, the first step.
1: I have a weird question. Does it look like it's a uh, it's sophisticated or does it look simple?
0: It's very simple because as you trace it up, you realize that it's not a offensive one. It's hooked up to a like tangle of cans above the stairs. Shit, this is all bad. This is all, all bad. Um, I just carefully
1: step over the tripwire. And make my way up the stairs. Sure, give me a stealth check,
0: please. Okay, um, I got a twenty-six. You begin making your way up the stairs, and you finally get to the first floor. And as you crack the door, you hear a couple voices talking mm-hmm. on the other side. And once again, when you when you take a look out, you see that it is people with cut tails you see some of the branded fur of the fur clan. You see the, the dyed fangs of the Fang Clan. You see the sharpened, elongated claw of some of the Claw Clan. And they all seem to be together. Like, there are people cooking together. There's people uh, sitting and reading together. There's uh, a group of them who are currently sort of uh, teaching a group of smaller Yosoki, And as you go to close the door you feel the muzzle of a gun pressed into the back of your neck and a voice say i'm going to give you two choices you listen to what i say or you die
1: after that flashback i got nothing to say to cody he's he's got me going. he's got me on point he's got my card
0: i don't know cody man i
2: could come up with some weird monologue about duty or goals or this or that but what it comes down to is that i uh i miss my friend who feels I get it. Cody like flinches at that, almost. If we're gonna fight the world, the three of us together, I'd like to do it as friends who you know share the same fears and goals and dreams, and sure, we might die. This might fail. We've come close a bunch of fucking times. If we're gonna have the three of us backed against a wall, you know, with guns pointed at us, and that's that, I want us to be able to hold each other's hands and thank each other for getting us to that point, and at least if we do go down, we go down together. There's three people who love each other. I've been letting you both down. Cody, so have I. I've let you down. Never. Dern's let us down. We've never. all made mistakes. Hey, whoa, hey, let's... You two have never... Dern, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: two have never let me down.
2: Yeah, and you haven't either, man. Like, obviously, the thing with the kid was tough. That was a tough decision to make. And it was an impossible decision to be in. And it's my fault as your captain that you were in that position to begin with. So, yeah, I was frustrated because it hurt. You know the grand scheme of things, but I don't blame you for it. Me and Durin have looked at each other a dozen times since the three of us have been on our own behind closed doors, and we look at each other and we say, "Thank God we have Cody." We yeah. keep on saying that you're the best of us. He's not wrong. I've gone through a lot with Azin as my main mentor in life. I've done shit. Durin lived a whole life we don't know anything about, where he's done a lot of things that he regrets and wishes he could take back. I assume.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> I- you. You can say that a little bit more confidently. It's okay. <laughs>
2: you're, you're this bright light, and you care more than we do. So when it comes to making the tough decisions of pulling the trigger, we'll be happy to make those decisions. But I need you to be that kind, caring person who, when I'm putting a tough decision, I have Dern's opinion and I have yours, and you're what keep me balanced. Having you with your emotions shut off is like me losing my fourth arm. That's I'd be weird and so walking. so many arms.
0: More arms I know, than but I have. can you imagine? Like, it's 50% better arm, than
2: most people. Than two arms? Yeah, but I'd be weird. I'd be my weight would be off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I have what it takes. If I turn them back on, if one of you gets gooped, I'm gonna make the same mistake. Then we won't get gooped.
2: That's what Duren's for. If Duren's got to pull the trigger, he'll pull the trigger. I think I'd try to stop him. That's it, man. I'd rather have the Cody that's gonna be kind. Than another Duren or Merrick who are just confused and have done way too much. Don't do that. Stay you. I also don't think I'll be able to take one more step if I turn these back on. Because you're afraid of what you're going to find?
3: Because I hurt so much.
2: Hey, Cody, lean on us. We lean on you a lot more than you think. So you just lean on us. We'll be your guiding light going forward. You just stay there and support us as much as you can. And when it gets hard, just do what you can do. We have, I point to Shortjack, Jenny, and Quip. We have a lot of friends now. You know, we're not alone. Whatever you fail at, someone here will be more than happy to either push you towards that goal or to make up for themselves, all right? We have come this far because of every single person's individuality, their talents, what they bring to the table. And I'm sorry if I've ever felt like I have diminished that for you. I am learning as we go too. This is new to me as well. But the last thing I ever wanna do is stop Cody from being Cody. Because there's a special little boy out there who designed you to be the way you are to be the way you are for a reason. You see a tear, like, start going down Cody's cheek. When we find Alpha, you want him to be able to recognize you, right? That, like, also hits him like a blow. So let's go sneak into this weird base from a different dimension, or whatever the fuck is happening, and we'll find Query, we'll find Alpha or clues about Alpha, we'll kill some crazy old man who's fucking around with time and dimensions. And we'll blow up some kind of weird robot android that killed us last time. We'll do all these things together as a team or we'll die together as a team. That's it.
1: Cody looks at Duran. Like I said, you kind of turned off the best part of you. And Cody just collapses to the ground and starts like bawling, crying. Yeah, we'll hold him.
3: Like unconsolable, like sobbing, just like. Four handed backpats. It's a lot of backpats.
0: The best kind of hug. Yeah. Uh, Short Jack and Jenny have joined you as well. Short Jack wraps his arms around you and Jenny puts her hand on, on your head and just sort of like musses your hair a little bit. I urge Quip to join him. Uh, he walks over and with like arms reach just kind of like pat pat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I told just saying like, I'm, I'm sorry.
0: I'm,
2: I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you don't need to apologize but we accept your apology and we move forward
0: in the distance you hear a scream like right now <laughs> <laughs> my leg is so sore and then you hear oh <laughs> fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck as you see Vale run out from one of the tunnels higher up uh, they slip on the ice, hit the ground hard, and sort of, like, keep sliding down. If he slides out of view again, Dan, I'm going to fucking <laughs> jump through this computer and throw you. <laughs> Just down another tunnel? God. <laughs> um, you see a giant uh, green tendril slam out of the tunnel and is trying to grab him. And then you see another of those tendrils come out of the cave, and they're about the size of the cave opening. And then all of a sudden you see all of the cave openings fill with those tendrils. Oh, everyone roll me initiative. (music) Hello, Space Dane here to do the things. I may have had one or two adult space beverages this evening, so we'll see how this goes. I'll try to keep it quick. First and foremost, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Next up, we have big announcements. I can't remember if I mentioned it last episode, but we will be at Fan Expo this year. Once again, uh, at the Toronto Fan Expo, Uh, we will have the whole crew for the first time since we've done cons. Everyone will be there. There will be potentially big news announced closer to the date. I'm not sure, but at the very least, the four of us, the whole boy squad will be there. Uh, once again, at Fan Expo Toronto, we will be there. We'll be at the Canadian Podcast Awards booth, hanging out, shooting some shit. And if you are interested and you're going, pay attention to the space because... There might be some more information that you might be interested in. If you want to stay up to date in terms of our con schedule, we don't have it yet. We will get it soon, though. And other news involving conventions. Uh, Head on over to NoQuestCast.com. Click the Discord link. Join. You'll be welcomed in by a group of incredible people. We almost have a 100 people uh, in our little Discord community, which is wild to me. And every single one of them fucking kicks ass. So I don't understand why you aren't a part of it right now, because I'm pretty sure you also kick ass. And it's also the easiest way to stay up to date with all of the important news and announcements. Speaking of Fan Expo, we will be doing another Hot Ones challenge, uh, which means we'll be eating very spicy wings, answering your questions on Twitch. We haven't picked a day for it yet. Once again, we'll announce that in the Discord and on Twitter, so stay tuned on that. Uh, But we have the last time we did it, it was mild we we weren't really shocked with the hot sauces so this time we got the official season 19 hot one sauce lineup uh, so that includes things like the bomb and the Apollo last dab so we're going to get fucked up on these hot sauces so if you have a question and you want to ask us uh, hit us up on Twitter at NoQuestCast or join the Discord once again at NoQuestCast.com. Click the Discord link. On top of that, we have partnered with the wonderful people at MistyMountainGaming.com to provide you with an excellent discount code for 10% off the entire store. That's uh, accessories, um, apparel, dice, Anything you could ever want for all your TTRPG needs is available at MistyMountainGaming.com. And with our code, NOQUEST10, you'll save 10% off the entire store. You'll be helping support the show, and you'll be getting some cool shit for yourself. And finally, speaking of supporting the show, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash no and check out the options. You get discord benefits, you get world primers for a bunch of stats and stuff for introducing uh, Castle Mall and the NPCs and the monsters that we've homebrewed for the show into your own campaign if you're interested. It also gives you a bit of extra background lore for the people and the places that you experienced in the show. You can also find our Patreon at NoQuestCast.com as well as the Discord link. Just click the Patreon link and it'll bring you right there. We would love for your support. It helps out the show. It helps us do things like go to cons. It helps us do streams. It helps us do extra content that we would love to do for you. And it means the world to us. But that's it. That's all I've got to say. That's all I'm going to say. We love you. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you in two weeks time. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: Cool. Sweet. (laughs) It's a really good time to have a breakdown. Yeah, You said one of your best friends was a gardener, right? Did you learn anything from him? (laughs) We never did a check on what these things were. We just kind of like, we got grabbed, we got emotional, we just never really... I'm assuming it's the root plant of the fungus. Like, it's
2: the thing that is learning and growing off the mind goop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a 12 for Merrick.
0: I got a 22. 32. Nat 20. Nice. The cave suddenly comes to life as all of the tunnels begin filling with these tendrils, there are four of them. And then you see at the very top a large bulbous like, almost like bloom come out of the, the very top tunnel <laughs> and looms down over the entire cave. Uh, it's got these almost like a, a, a like a flower before it opens up so it's this like tight green diamond and sharp green frills coming out the side of it. And you see it beginning to open. Everyone in the room hears, this belongs to me now, and so will you. Cool. Veil, respirator, put on your respirator. You can see Veil already has uh, their hazmat suit on or like their environmental protections on. Um, And as they are trying to gain balance from sliding down this ice, one of the tendrils just grabs him and is now like dangling him above like the main sort of like central column of this cave system. Duren, it's your turn.
1: Yeah, okay. It's just starting to open, right? It hasn't opened
0: yet. It's beginning to
1: bloom, yeah okay okay so i'm assuming it's gonna be a hot second before we can do some proper damage on it i guess this would be like a life science or something check right to find out what this is
0: yep or or i will also accept mysticism
1: okay what if you are, are those abilities you need to be ranks in order to use yeah i'm guessing Yeah. yes okay cool cool uh, i'm gonna activate my mirror image Okay. Wait, it's the same day as the truck, right? Yes, it is. Never mind. Can't do it. Okay. I will activate my um, cloaking my cloaking shield or my, my cloaking ability, and I will hide in plain sight. Okay. I got a 37 on my stealth.
0: Okay. In your head, you hear, you can't hide from me, little one. I see you. Oh, that
1: is that. Uh, mm, that's concerning. Anyway, that's my turn. That's very concerning. Cody, it's your turn. Uh, tears streaming down his face he looks up and he's
3: like "Bail, I'm so sorry about how I've acted and I'm just like <laughs> unloading my gun on the tantrum that's holding him I probably should have asked how high up he was but I mean he's used to being held at heights that this is fine like it's finds. true me doing something that gets him incredibly injured is also on brand so uh, 14 EAC uh, that's actually going to do it oh okay cool and a 17 so I get I hit twice yep these things are fucking massive. It's it's difficult to miss. Uh, Twenty six points of fire damage on the uh, tendril holding
2: him. Perfect. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. All right, Merrick is going to. So we're on a, a path right now, and this one of the tendrils is like blocking a tunnel. Correct.
0: So yeah. So the way it's going to work is the top tendril has veil, so he's the highest up. Yeah. Um, and then there are three other tendrils along the way blocking the the path. Cause they're coming out of the cave systems along the way up. If you wanted to like run up the path to get to veil, vale, you would have to cut your way through the three other tendrils blocking the path.
2: Okay. I'm going to activate my Corona as a standard action and light myself on fire. Okay. Uh, and then I'm just going to move up to the first tendril and I'll take the attack of opportunity if it has reach. And... Um, it will. Yes. It's going to take its attack of opportunity. It takes 2d6 fire damage for attacking me with a natural weapon. Okay, uh, I'm assuming a twenty doesn't hit you. Um, that's just two fire damage snake eyes on the dice. Okay. Oh yeah, my KAC is twenty four. Uh, okay. Then yeah, it misses you as it scorches a little bit. All right, focus up. We've got a plant to kill. What? What should we be focusing on? You guys save veil. Vale, I'll cut my way through to the head.
0: It is its go, and it finally blooms open. And when it does, the whole cave fills with this. Shrill ear piercing shriek, and everyone's gonna have to give me a will save, please. Oh
1: my cool! <laughs>
3: Cody gets a 12,
0: 23, 13 I'm right there with you, Cody. Cody and Durin, you are filled with this anxious feeling and your stomach begins to turn and your mind begins to race uh, and you are nauseated for this turn. Oh, is fun. Okay. Disease, mind affecting poison or sleep. Oh, this is mind affecting. Yes. Okay.
3: I get a plus two. So that would be 14. That would still fail you. I think I'm going to plug in Jenny's Walkman. Okay. As oh, this yeah. like streaks over me, I like managed to like pull it up and press play and uh, carry on. My wayward son starts playing. Holy uh, shit. I believe I get to re-roll with a plus two?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> God fucking damn it, this works. No. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Actually, okay. it's the exact same yeah. roll, even with the plus two. God damn it.
0: I don't know how to work it, so like I'm pressed I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, you hit rewind right. and it's beginning to like go backwards, <laughs> and all you just hear is like Um. Okay, now it's going to... Sorry, I was too busy
3: trying to not be whatever it was going to do to me that I don't know what it did to me.
1: <laughs> I think this plant came in at a really bad time. We were having a we were having a good moment, Dane, and uh, I don't appreciate it. I was getting a hug from all my favorite people. I hate to break it to you, but that's
0: why it showed up. What? Oh, shit, okay. It's kind of <laughs> rad, actually. So am I nauseated or what? You're nauseated, yes. Okay. As the flower opens up and blooms, you get to see what is actually inside and there is a creature in there and it is this pulsing blue and green sort of humanoid figure but its brain is huge it's got this massive pulsing brain that is exposed and it is dangling out of the flower um like the i believe they're called stymens, is that what they are The like mm-hmm. the little bits that come out of the flower where the pollen is um mm-hmm. this thing is in the center of it um and once you see it you're all gonna have to give me another will save please what? Oh, cool all right okay much better probably
3: still not enough oh hey
0: 18 okay uh 16 25 um Merrick you failed this one the other two are okay. As you say that you're going to go up and take care of the hedge you look up and it makes eye contact with you. And for a second you're looking at Zane, then you see your father's face, and then you see your mother's face and then it's Azin. Every time you look at it you see someone that you know. And finally it settles on Cody. Um you are going to be off target. The rest of you are okay relatively. Uh, And now it's going to make some attacks. Um, So the first one is going to come at uh, Merrick because you're right there. Uh, That's a 21, which I don't think does uh, it. Nope. But I do take more fire damage, right? Because I'm trying to attack you with a natural weapon. Okay. Hit me with that. Um, The next one's going to come at you, Cody. Eight fire damage, Dave. Okay. Um, That's that's probably going to do it. I rolled a 19. Yeah. Unless you have a plus two. <laughs> uh yeah, that's a that's a 36 to hit.
1: <laughs> Holy
0: shit. Uh, Merrick,
1: what was your fail on that will save? What did you roll? 14. Uh, 16. Okay.
0: Oh, 16. Uh you take uh 15 points of bludgeoning damage as one well of the tendrils just comes down and like slams you against the wall and then tries to like throw you off the ledge, but you're able to get your hammer down and stop yourself from getting yeeted. Um and the last one is going to come at uh Durin. Mm. Oh,
1: this really hurts.
0: <laughs> uh, that is a 29 Casey. Uh, KAC yeah, yeah, that'll do it hey, Do it for days That's going to be 21 points of bludgeoning damage mm. As you're a little lower And one of the top ones Just comes down and just like Almost flattens you Just like comes straight down on you And sends you sliding across the ice Fuck me um, How much did you say it was? It was 21? 21 Okay uh, it is your turn, Duren.
1: Oh, I'm nauseated. I can't do shit. How do I shake off this nauseated condition? You just got to wait it out. It's one round, uh, so you can uh, take a move action. I'm just just going to try to make my way. Like I'm just holding it. I'm like, just like really not feeling good and wretched as I just try to position myself to a good spot and, you know, maybe, maybe make the puke corner, you know, and... I don't think i can do anything else all <laughs> um, right i think everything i do is full is full full round shit so that's my turn i'm gonna go throw up in the corner cody it's your turn it's been doing like swipes
0: right they like swiped at me yes you're awesome. also nauseated
3: yeah to i'm gonna use a move action to uh turn on enhanced resistance to
0: kinetic damage okay uh, you don't have to too- choose a kinetic you could just say kinetic damage you don't have to choose like bludgeoning or piece oh, damn okay no, they changed it God, I wish I had more move actions. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. How's that me. it's your turn.
2: Get out of my head, and I'm going to slice down this plant. Cool. You'll be taking a minus two for off target. Yep. Yeah. That's why I'm only making one attack. Cool. Does a 28, sorry, 26 KAC hit? Absolutely. Sorry, a 22 KAC. yep yeah, so it's 26 points of damage. Okay.
0: Does it take extra damage just for your Corona? Um, Not yet. On the next turn I take, uh, it will start doing that. Okay, cool. Um, then it is its turn, and it looks at you, Merrick, and you hear in your head, "You failed me, Captain. You'll keep failing. You're gonna lead us all to our death. Like right now, you brought us here, and you have to give me a will save. Twenty-one. Very good. You uh, you will be taking half damage from Mind Thrust. Oh, fucking Mind Thrust. Oh shit." I love that psychic creatures have like always have mind thrust because it's such a beefy spell. This one's only second level, so it's not that uh, not that crazy. Uh, you take fourteen points of psychic damage as uh, you begin feeling overwhelmed with with guilt, um, but you're able to shake off most of of this psychic assault. Uh, and then three attacks are coming. You see, uh, Quip and Jenny and Shortjack are helping fight one of the tendrils that came out through the, one of the tunnels at the lower end, the three of them are fighting that one, just because I don't want to have three NPCs in this fight
1: <laughs> But Dane, we want the three NPCs, yeah. this right, it would be really helpful
0: It would be well, really, like, poignant after we all just made up and hugged, and you know I could, I could add a couple more tendrils to the fight if you want. No, no thanks That's really bad, that's a 21 against your KAC, Merrick Yep, yeah, doesn't do it, and it takes seven points of fire damage Okay, Um, That is a 27 against you, Cody. Yeah, you know it. Okay. This thing's attack is weird. It's 3d4s. (laughs) Uh, You take 17 points of bludgeoning damage. You notice not all of that goes through. As it goes to hit you, it tries to just do a big like sideswipe, hits you with the broad side of it, and it just kind of like bounces off you a little bit, and it seems confused. It like goes again it's like trying to like hit you and it's just like not really finding purchase it's like a kind of like armor plating has just kind of like jutted out of Cody on one side uh, and that's going to be 17 plus 18 for you Duran. I assume that's hitting
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's 100% hitting absolutely <laughs> yeah
0: uh, that's another because I'm assuming I take
1: minuses for being helpless with nausea as well right no 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 oh okay but either way
3: it's like a 30 something
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no it's still stupid but yeah that's uh, fourteen points of damage. Ah, oh, cool. All right, all right. Cody and Duran, give me perception checks. Oh, okay, okay.
3: <laughs> Fucking that
0: one. Oh, oh, mine's not that bad. Uh, Thirty-three. You, for a second, hear voices, and you hear them say, "Are they helping? Are they fighting it?" And then you can't hear them again. it sound like a voice in our head or does it sound like a voice somewhere nearby honestly it's hard to tell Mm, that's fair that's fair it it doesn't make any sense like you look behind you and it's just one of those ice pillars Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that seemed to be where the voice was coming from but you've also heard this this flower plant thing talk to you in your head as well yeah it is jern's turn you are no longer nauseated you're back (sighs) yeah
1: oh my god okay Ooh, I'm just going to take a knee for a second, swallow whatever I didn't throw up, and just focus on... So there's a tendril blocking Merrick's way, if I have it in my head correctly, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, So I'm going to take a... I'm going to do a trick attack on that tendril. Okay. My stealth is a 35. Yeah. And I'm going to do a harrowing fire.
0: This is the one that gives bonus damage, right?
1: Yes, bonus damage. Uh, so heroin fire, I believe DC is like 13 or 14, something like that, or 15, 15, 15. Okay, I definitely succeeded nine plus 11. Um, so I'm going to just like take some shots, hopefully maybe distracting a little bit. So that way, hey, Merrick, you're going to get some, you're going to get my trick attack damage on your next attack.
0: You see uh, some of this sort of like slimy exterior is beginning to uh, weaken and thin. You can now start seeing sort of like the, it almost looks like cabling. They're like Mm -hmm. these thin strands of green filament that this tendril is made of. It looks like vines upon vines upon vines that have been, like, bundled together and then encased to make an even bigger tendril.
1: What's what's the X-Men room called? The the one, the uh, the The danger room? Are we in the danger room? danger (laughs) room. It is Cody's
3: turn. You are also no longer nauseated. Cody, like, spits out the, like, whatever was in his mouth. He's like, Wipes his face with the back of his hand, and uh, he says, "And Quip, I was really happy to see you too, and I'm sorry I didn't say that." And he starts
0: unloading on the like the brain creature. You see, Quip has gotten like smacked up into the air, and then as he's like up on your level, he goes, "Can you just focus on the fight?" And then he gets slapped again, and just goes flying. Uh, Cody's having
1: a vulnerable moment.
3: (laughs) Okay, first one's definitely not going to do it. Uh, Second one, would you roll? I like a ten. Oh, okay. Uh the second one is a fifteen. That'll do against the tendrils. Uh, I'm shooting the brain. Oh, the brain. Uh then no, that will. Uh, not do I
1: it. mean the tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> I heard tendrils. Uh, I first heard tendrils
2: time. too. Uh, yeah. He said tendrils. The one by <laughs> me, tendril.
0: Yep. I yeah. I guess I'm just shooting at the brain. <laughs> yeah, and it's just sort of like swaying back and forth, avoiding your shots, almost like it knows where you're going to shoot and just like is baiting you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Merrick's turn. All right. Now that I've it's, I
2: hit third photon Merrick's Corona starts to glow a little hotter and it takes four damage four fire damage just from being next to me.
0: Shit. Okay.
2: Died terrifying mind creature. And I'm going to slash down for a 20, 25 to hit. Am I still off centered? You are. Yes. Okay, 23 to hit. Uh, that does it. Uh, what, what damage am I adding to this? 4d8s. Uh, four, four 4d8s?
1: Four yeah, it's going to it's gonna feel good. It's going to feel good when you roll this.
2: Idiot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's two, two of the d8s or 8s.
1: Oh, oh, hell yeah. I know it's just the tendril. I know it's not the brain, but you know what? We're working our way there. 48 points of damage. <laughs> How do you get through the other side
2: of this tendril? I think... Durin's been like shooting at it in a kind of way to sort of like it's how it's got to sort of defend itself. I can get a clean strike just down the middle, and just like cut this part of the vine off completely.
0: Yeah, we see yeah. it from like the other side of the vine, and then you just see like a a red streak, and then it just like, poof, and uh, you're able to continue moving because you only take the one, use... one attack. Yeah, and yep. then I'll take my move action up. So I will say you were able to get to the next tendril as well. Are you going to attack me, Tendril? Are you going to come at me? Uh, it actually will take its attack of opportunity on you. <laughs> I've rolled a four every time I've tried to attack Merrick. Six points of fire damage. Okay. If you could start rolling fours for me, that would be really nice. I know I've been rolling 18s and 17s and 19s on the two of you. I'm literally uh, it crying. Is, it is its turn. You're, bu- you're bullying Cody right now. He's you know crying. That?
1: He's got a hole in his leg. How are you? Let me know when you're in your health, all right? Just, just yeah, so that way. It won't be
2: long. Let me tell you. Now this right. is twenty five KC against you, Merrick. Oh, that hits! You got me um, finally. And I, I rolled. I just rolled the damage for that, right? Yeah. No, this is a different attack. So yes, he takes another eight points of fire damage.
0: Okay, um, this is a pretty good one. Uh, you're going to take twenty one points of uh, bludgeoning damage as you are running up. It tries to hit you. Uh, you manage to dodge under it, but then it's above you, and it just comes slamming down on top of you. Who should I attack? Either Durin or Cody. There's only one free tendril. It's going to attack Durin. That's a good call. Uh, 19 KC? That does not do it. How do you dodge this tendril? Oh. It's coming It's coming straight down from above you.
1: Well, I'm still like in that like trick attack mode. So I'm like selthing through, maybe through the dust and things. So maybe it thinks like that shape in the mist of the ice is, uh, is me. And I just kind of like nimbly move out of the way. Love it. Durin, it's your turn okay cool i'm going to take i'm going to use a triple attack and i'm going to attack the tendril that uh veil is that's holding veil up okay okay first attack uh what minus do i do four minus four right yeah okay um so 13 eac no it's not enough no next attack come on not one cool and another 13. Sweet. That's great. I'm
0: glad I used those three those three attacks. Um, you are taking shots, but uh, oh, it keeps putting Veil sort of in the way. And at the last <laughs> second, you have to sort of like pull your shot off and mm-hmm. causes them to miss. However, you did roll a natural one. I know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to need you to roll another attack roll, please. This is going to be a nat 20.
1: Don't. I know it is, but don't bring that energy in here. Okay, no, it's not that bad. Do I? am gonna. I have, I apply the minus four to this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Sixteen. So you're you're good. Um, a oh shot just whizzes past Vale's face, and you hear them shout. Okay, maybe we leave this this one to last, please. Uh, y- y- oh, this gun! It's just uh, man, it's really acting up today. You know I'm a techno so I can see it's working fine. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I'm just, I'm just terrible, Cody. It's your turn. Uh,
0: Cody's like,
3: at short Jack, When you came to talk to me on the ship, you were so nice, and I really didn't engage, and I'm so
0: sorry. And I'm just gonna fire twice more at the uh, at the brain. Uh, you see him hopping over. It's like he's pretty much playing jump rope. It's like swiping back and forth, and he's leaping over it. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, it's all right, Cody. We're just kind of like really busy right now." Okay, there we go. Uh, that's going to be a
3: 25 EAC. Yeah. This yeah. is the brain? This is the brain. Yeah, okay. I shoot it right in its brain. Oh, okay. All right. That's 17 points of fire damage. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Second attack. Probably not going to do it. That's a 20 EAC. Uh, that'll do it. Against the brain? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Uh, that's another 17. Just like as of just like crying, but like just like both one side of each brain. No, one one on each side of its brain. That's the words.
0: You see when the blaster fire hits the brain, there is no like physical like reaction. You can tell you're doing damage. I don't want to uh mislead you there, but it doesn't seem like there's there's no like physical indicator that you've done anything to it.
1: Hmm. I have a theory.
0: Um, Cody, give me a uh, Merrick as well. Actually, no, Cody, you don't get one Merrick. Give me a, a perception check, please. Natural 20. So 29. Oh, nice. <sighs> it sounds like there are people literally beside you and you hear what sounds like people gearing up. You can hear like the sounds of weapons clattering. You can hear um, oh, fuck is... and then you hear someone say, we've got to help them if they're if they have a chance. We we can help beings of another dimension. My name is
2: Merrick, and I'm about to kill this motherfucking plant. Hell
1: yeah!
0: Um,
2: and then you hear, can he see us? To war, <laughs> Merrick is your turn. <laughs> I'm going. Am I still off? Off whatever it's called. Yep. Off balance. Fucking Christ. Okay, I mean, I'll stick to one attack just to be safe. Um,
1: Wait, don't I go before Merrick? Yeah, you missed three times. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I got... I actually just delete deleted that turn from my brain, so we're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm glad you want
2: to forget it, Duran. It's alright. It's like... Um, so at start my turn, it takes four fire damage, Dan.
0: Okay. Um, And that is a natural one to go after my natural 20. Cool. You beef it. As you're talking to, like, these voices, the tendril has just sort of, like, slid to the side so when you turn back around to swipe uh you just hit nothing and then it comes back into position where it was. Uh it is its turn. Uh it's only got two tendrils left. It's going to do one on Merrick for sure. There we go. That's a 30 to hit you, Merrick. And that's seven points of fire damage. You've done a lot of fucking you've done twenty five points of just fire damage. You take 18 points of bludgeoning damage as it uh, it resets its position and just comes back really hard and hits you. And it's trying to very obviously throw you off of the platforms you're on now because you are getting higher and it knows that uh, it would suck for you to fall. Um, and then the second one is going to come after Cody because it went after Durn. That's a 19 on the die. So I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's him. that is 19 points of bludgeoning damage. You notice not all of it comes through. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you're able to get these like armor plates up in time to sort of like blunt some of the attacks, but it's just relentless. It just keeps like switching sides and like it looks now like it's just trying to tire you out. It's, it's happening. It's Duran's turn.
1: Okay. Um I'm gonna trick attack the tenth the tendril that currently Merrick is next to now. yeah Yeah, let's just do that first. Uh, the stealth is a twenty two that's not enough. Okay, it was a nat 1 anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> so Okay, just standard attack then. 14. Cool, this is good. I'm glad. To hit? Yeah, to hit. Yeah. Watch no, your deck turn. Like, what are you attacking with sometimes, bud? Uh Well, no, I've been rolling like 4, 3, and 6s like all that last time around, so it's been pretty bad. My dex is pretty solid. It's a, it's a plus 5. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. Do I need to roll something to figure out what
3: you meant by... There's no physical reaction, or are you just trying to tell me like it wasn't like a secret,
0: like danger spot? That, but also it's I'm I yeah, you'd have to roll a mysticism check too to figure out.
3: <laughs> well,
2: I don't have it. I I see Plat Monster, you're being in between two dimensions at the same time. And <laughs> And Jenny, you were so nice when I did
3: you, and your gift was so cool. And I didn't really appreciate that at the time, but I really felt it, you know. And I'm just gonna unload on the brain again. Yeah,
0: this fight is so insane. You I see love Jenny. I truly love this fight. She rides by on like a just like a bolt of lightning as she's like just playing furiously, shooting like just bolts of red lightning at the tendril that they're fighting, and she goes. Uh, okay, Cody, that's very, very sweet, but head of the game. All right, honey. <laughs> I've been <laughs>
1: shooting this thing in the brain.
3: Uh, that's a 25 EAC. Uh, yeah, that hits. And then it's a nat one. <laughs> cool. Uh, it's going to be 14 points of damage. That one's going around. And then that one. I think like I shoot them. And then I hear that. And I like turn towards like
2: I've been shooting. Like, and the next one just goes <laughs> completely wide. It is Merrick's turn. I am as inevitable as the desert sun. Uh, It takes four points of fire damage. and I'm going to make another attack. Am I still off center? How do I get rid of that? Is that something I have to like take an action to get rid of?
0: No, unfortunately it is just you failed. It's your, your save against its aura. And for as long as it's, it's alive, you're going to be doing it.
2: All right. Then I will take one attack to be safe. That's a 19 on the dice. Nice. It's going to be a 33 to hit. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. That's 28 points of damage. How do you cut
0: your way through this one?
2: So last time Merrick missed, and he has a new interdimensional friends who might be seeing what he's doing. So he sort of takes poise after his big statement and just like cuts it down the middle.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it sort of like splits open. And once again, you see it like peel back and like curl in on itself and turn into that hard sort of like charcoal looking thing that you saw in the smaller tendril that got Cody. And then I move up once again. Uh, cool. Yes. How close are you to that head now? He's got one tendril left. Oh, okay. And, but before that happens, you see a volley of arrows come from one of those pillars of ice and... Pardon me? Hold on. Pardon me. A volley of arrows?
1: Yep. Okay. The fuck is... In your world, call me the sun god
2: Merrick.
0: Um, As (laughs) you're running up, Merrick, you get to that last tendril, and a just barrage of arrows soar over you you see their shadow almost like a swarm about to descend on you and they arc over you and land into the tendril in front of you and it shrivels and dies huzzah Um, and it once again turns into that hard charcoal uh, looking stuff Um, and they fucking pretty much one shot at that thing actually they did one shot it And that's not the one holding Veil, right? That's not the one holding Veil. So now there are two left. There's the one that is holding Veil at the top, and then there's the brain. brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It is its go. With what? What they got left to hit them with.
3: Well, they have one tendril. But it's holding Veil. Are they hitting us with that one?
0: (laughs) It is the brain who will be doing things now. They were just kind of chilling, but now they're not. You hear them say, the the voice in your head begins echoing through both of you, and they say, you will succumb to me, one way or the other. We will be one, and you will know peace. You see the brain being waving their arms, like, hypnotically, and then with a sort of weird hand gesture, a blast of force comes shooting out of them. Uh, What save? Uh, Reflex saves, please. Everybody, oh, I can do that. Everyone. Oh, Nat 20.
3: Pew, pew, pew,
0: pew, pew. Uh, Non-Nat 20. 17. It's my best save. Darren, you take uh, 10 points of force damage. Cool. Cool. And Merrick and Cody, you take five points of force damage. And then I get to attempt a single bull rush combat maneuver on everyone affected. Even if they passed? Yep. Boo. That's just a half the of- damage. I got Nat 20. Boo. Um, that's okay. This is a dookie of a roll for unless their caster level is wild. Uh, all right, it is a seven plus nine. No, <laughs> that's not that's not bull rushing any of you guys. Um, you feel uh, the force kind of like slide you a little bit towards the edge of the the walkways, but uh, not nearly powerful enough to to knock any of you off balance. Uh, okay, it is Durin's turn. So to set the stage a bit, um, the only real threats left are the tendril holding veil and mm-hmm. the, the center brain. I
1: think veil vale can take care of themselves. They're doing great, I think. I am going to use a trick attack on the brain. And my stealth is pretty good with a 36. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the question. Are the tendrils count as different creatures than the brain? Or are they all the same creature? In no, they are. They are individual creatures. Cool. Then I will do a harrowing fire on it. Oh, 15. I just
0: hit it. Holy shit. Uh, Holy cool. shit. You begin just peppering this thing with bullets. And once again, it's like it's trying to bait you. But because you're mm-hmm. not trying to hit it, it's focusing all of its attention on actually just dodging the blows instead of mm-hmm. uh, trying to read your mind. Okay, Cody. that's
1: it. And hey, add some pre- next attack that hits precision damage, baby.
3: I'm gonna double attack this thing then. Okay, fucking nat 20 again. Oh, <laughs>
0: holy shit! <laughs> oh, all right, you're attacking the brain. Yep, or Veil. You're attacking Veil. <laughs> yeah, I'm <a> fucking,
3: <laughs> you know what? The one thing I also turned off was my hatred of Veil. Now it's back on. <laughs>
0: You weren't trying to save that kid. You were trying to kill Vale.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's twenty-nine regular damage. Okay. No, don't forget. Oh, don't forget 48. the
1: forty-eight. Don't
3: worry. I would never. Damn it. Okay. One, seven,
1: eight, one. So okay, seventeen. Seventeen. So the twenty-nine was your crit damage. Yes. Shame you don't get to double my uh, my my trick attack damage. Be too dirty. I know. Uh, this thing looks absolutely
3: fine. After 46 points of damage? Yep. What the fuck?
0: Is it just, is the brain thing a fucking fake? Um, you could see that, like, you know, that bluish goop that you saw when you cut the tendril. You could see it dropping out of it, but it mm-hmm. looks completely fine. What the f- Can I do a perception check? We're be- in the danger room. We between have to be my two attacks?
3: Room. Yeah. Oh, that's actually pretty good. 25 perception?
0: Just to try and see if there's anything I'm missing. The amount of goop that's coming out of it would imply that it's heavily injured. Okay. Wait. But does it, it looks fine. Uh, you shoot it again.
3: Fuck the yeah. What does that mean? Uh, 22. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Breaking Terry. Uh, 22 hits, yes. It looks injured, but it
0: seems fine. Mm. Oh, sorry. The fuck.
2: Twice.
0: <laughs> uh, 16 points of fire damage. Okay. You see the whole flower slump forward for a second before pulling itself back up and it now is like waving back and forth looks fine though uh it is taking
1: sanity damage from this combat
0: right now
2: (laughs) merrick serious my resolve is only once a day right my um strength of purpose yes for the purpose yes and that it's still the same day okay (laughs) yeah this has been a long fucking day comrades on the other side of the dimension how's it looking on your end Uh, You haven't used it yet today, though. You've tried to a couple times, but haven't used it. Then I will use it. Okay. Um, So as Merrick enters his strength of purpose, his um, sword obviously turns that light blue, and then the flames engulfing him also turn a nice bright blue color as I gain 8d6 stamina back, and I'm going to reroll against the off-centered.
0: Nice. It might be weird to say it because I came up with it, but Strength of Purpose is fucking cool when you use it. It's so fucking cool.
2: <laughs> uh, I gained 30 stamina back, and it was a will save, correct? Me? Uh, yes. And that's going to be a 19 will save. 19 saves.
0: So, Merrick, back on track. I'm going to move. Uh, do I have to move up to this thing first? Uh, no. you. So it's like hanging over. So. You would have to... I mean, it's wavering now, so you can time your strike when it wavers close to you to try to hit it. Okay, I'm going to attack twice then. Okay. First one is going to be a 26 KAC. That hits.
2: And the second one is going to be... is going to be a miss. It's going to be a 15 KAC. Okay. That's going to be 26 points of damage.
0: How do you kill it? Thank
2: fuck. So Merrick burns bright blue, (laughs) whispers one last thank you to the imaginary bowman that might be somewhere nearby. Um... (laughs) <laughs> remember this day uh, and then Merrick sort of like times it so I just like clip it its brain and it's, its brain's cut off
0: there is a sort of like melting of image and you see how absolutely damaged it was as its illusion uh, form dissipates and it slumps forward hardened into that charcoal and begins crumbling into dust <sighs> can I grapple veil as they fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, veil vale is the as the other tendril begins hardening as well and begins crumbling, Vale begins plummeting. Give me a uh give me a grapple check. Uh, what what do I need for this? Uh it's a like, like an, an EAC, actual grapple check? No, like an EAC uh attack. Oh great. Twenty-seven? Yeah, you manage to get your grappler out. Uh it latches around Vale's waist and you pull them to your ledge. I pull him into a hug.
3: I'm sorry (laughs) sorry about
0: your arm. They are definitely like doing one of those absolutely rigid, not hugging you back like (laughs) stances. And uh, Vale just says, it is getting very old of the whole me dangling above a fucking dangerous situation with you guys. I don't think you can blame us on this one. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's getting old. (laughs) It's fair. I caught you, though and from below you hear short jack say um guys as the ice begins not melting away but fading and you see that the ground is this beautiful white marble and the ice slopes and ramps that you guys are on begin transforming into these ornately carved ramps and stairs and those ice pillars begin turning into columns of houses. You can see doors and windows all etched with beautiful flowers and orchid designs. The room you're in looks more like a small village than it does a ice cavern and the sun crystal still shining down on you. You hear mumbling from the houses as finally one of the door cracks open and a small Bunny like creature <gasps> walks out with a bow in their hand and a quiver of arrows behind them and looks at you and says, Thank you for helping. Bojack. I'm so happy. Bojack! <laughs> they take a couple more steps out, and suddenly the streets begin filling with these rabbit folk, and they're all coming out to look at what you've done. And then one of them gasps and points down. To Short Jack, who is climbing out from underneath one of the tendrils, and the woman shouts, Our prince has returned!